It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coop and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby, science fiction novelist. And I'm Richard Coots, and I'm a fount of pop culture trivia. Well, today, kids, we're going to talk about Infinity War, but uh, we want to tell you right right away that we're going to wait till after we talk about our movie of the week uh, to do any kind of spoilery review because we really there's no way to talk about this movie without spoiling it. All right, we're gonna we're gonna cut this into two parts. We're gonna do our best to do a spoiler free review. Tell us tell you what we can without spoiling it. Mm-hmm. Do the movie of the week and then we're gonna go right into full spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so first, um, let's talk about uh Infinity War and its box office. Oh, it's oh, crazy. It it is big. Uh let's see here. It's already made okay, let's talk about the record so far. Uh biggest domestic box opening of all time. Uh, it earned $258.2 million in the first weekend, uh, outdoing uh, The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had the biggest worldwide opening of all time, debuted at $382.7 million overseas for a global total of $640.9 million, which... Uh, which is a hundred million more globally than Fast and the Furious, which that should not be a thing that it had to beat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it did, all, but it, it but it did made this global total without China, without China at That's all. That's amazing. Uh, which is the probably the biggest market overseas market um, money maker, uh, the biggest superhero opening of all time. Uh, it beat the uh, the Avengers, the original Avengers, which. Uh, which was the original top grossing superhero, superhero film, film. Yeah. uh huh, and uh, it uh, in North America, and uh, it beat out uh, Batman vs Superman, which was the global one, the the biggest one globally that it beat, uh, the biggest Saturday of all time in North America opening weekend, uh, biggest Sunday, biggest uh huh, biggest <laughs> Sunday too, but uh-huh. the biggest Saturday, yeah. Uh, biggest huge. Saturday, it beat out uh, Jurassic World on wow. that one. Uh, then it beat out, yeah, biggest opening again, beating uh, Force Awakens in that mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see your biggest. Then we, had op- the, then we had the little, uh, I guess it's Instagram, didn't they? The Marvel's Instagram, or or was it Lucasfilm's Instagram, which has like a lightsaber being handed over to, to to Tony Stark's Iron Man hand. Oh, oh no, did I didn't see that. Did you see that photo? Yeah, I think I like, did. I don't they remember. They congratulated right, uh, right. Marvel yeah, for okay. like Yeah, I saw him. that. Um, okay, biggest opening of all time in numerous markets, which was, I mean, there's too many. Too many countries to list <laughs> here. <laughs> too but many. that, again, that doesn't include China. Yeah. Um, it said... Uh, Let's see here. Among notable accomplishments, uh, Infinity War was the number two debut of all time in Australia behind Force Awakens. Uh, wow. Couldn't quite here. beat Force Awakens in nope. Australia. Yeah. Nope. nope. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that's so pretty much it. Yeah. Okay, so, so, okay, now this weekend, right now, it's looking like it's going to pass one billion this weekend. That's crazy. Already. 
globally, which is will be another record. That's amazing. That's breaking. So um, that's pretty much all the records broken. Yeah, so, far. so so it's pretty huge. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, you need to get out and see it. It's amazing. Uh, I'm just gonna say, you know, there's a lot of people that are saying like, "Oh man, it's such a downer," but they actually, you know, it's it's a really good film. And uh, in the spoiler review, we're gonna talk about why as much it is. But I'll just say, just I'm just gonna say this as a fan of this stuff. Um, somebody who's read the original uh, Infinity War comic books um, that this is kind of based on, uh, it really met all my expectations. And the expectations are, oh gosh, this is going to be bad for everybody. (laughs) It's not going to be good. This is not a movie. Also, if you have real small kids um, who are enamored with these characters, you know, these superheroes and stuff, um, I would think about taking them to see it because... It, it is kind of kind of shocking for some kids to see some of the stuff that happens in the film. I'm just going to say that. Right. I don't People think that's die. really spoilery, but, I mean, you already know that. Superhero's I mean, going to die. Yeah. Uh, you know, okay, so here's one plot. Okay, oh, you I know, say... You, I, know, you know that uh, there's actually a video of... Um, uh, who's the guy that plays Hulk? Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark, Mark Ruffalo, like, spoiling all this, like, a year ago. Yeah, yeah, I Nobody saw that. believed him, yeah. but it's like, oh, he's just like totally. And then he's sitting there talking to, and um, I think it's uh, Chris Pine is sitting next to, not Chris Pine, who's he got? The Captain America. Um, Chris Evans. Chris Evans is sitting next to him, and he's like, um, dude, I think you just like, <laughs> dude, I think you're in trouble. He goes, Am I in trouble? He's like, Yeah, I think you're in trouble, but nothing ever came of it. But uh, uh, yeah, you can go back and watch that interview. It's pretty funny. Uh, okay, so here's. Possibly one flaw with it, and well, it's a. I say it's a flaw. It's a flaw depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. Is okay if you've watched all these movies. If you're a fan, if you've watched all these movies, you mm-hmm. know what's going on. But if you have not followed every one of these movies, you, you're going to go into this movie and not know everything yeah. that's going on. There's going to be some because, stuff you're going to be confused about. Because okay, for one thing, it picks up just. Just a short time after Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, you're going to be like, okay, why are they doing that? Yeah. I won't yeah. say anything else. I won't it's like, either, why is that, that happening? That may be the thing. Why are is they that, there? Why are all it's those people really there not, instead of where they were before? It, unlike the other Avenger movies, which, I mean, those were connected to the previous plot lines, but. Yeah. They were still kind of standalone. You could still mm-hmm. follow along what was going on without, you know, having to do too much of previous watching of the other films. Right. This is not. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, this is, um, you gotta, you need to watch all the other films to know what's going on. Yeah. This is not a standalone movie, which is weird, but they're kind of billing it as one. Because yeah, because it's not. I, you know what? I could say that it is kind of in a way. I'll explain when we get to the spoilery part. Okay, well, but it's, well, it's, it's, see, they, <laughs> they originally had a, it titled Avengers Affinity War no, Part 1, mm-hmm. and then the second one that's coming out next year was, oh, it's was Part year. 2, yeah, was Part <laughs> 2, but now they cut that off, and, and so the fourth one is untitled now, yeah. but that kind of, that's going to kind of confuse people because... It makes it sound like it's a standalone movie, and it yeah. is not. It's a two-parter. 
Yeah, I want to I, I, I want to do a little thing here where um, I talk about the comic books a little bit and a certain character. Um, because uh, in the comic book version, um, Thanos gets all the Infinity Stones and he wipes out half the universe, you know. But a guy named Warlock um, manages to get turn Thanos to stone and take the Infinity Gauntlet, and he restores everything back the way it was. Um, but Warlock's a real interesting character because Warlock is like um, he's what he is. He's this this, this superhuman, this super artificial superhuman that was created by a bunch of scientists on Earth. And uh, he's supposed to be the perfect human or something like that. And he has, like, uh, magical powers, and he's got, like, you know, uh, matter-transmuting powers and stuff. And and um, he's really, really powerful. And I think um, either they're going to have to introduce Warlock. Okay, okay. You know, or so whatever. So they kind of they started to do that already. Yeah. If you... Okay, this has been out a year, so a little over a year, so I'm spoiling it. It, Avenger uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah, there was an after credits, and they had Adam. War uh, what what were those characters called? They were like the gold people. Right. They had they had him in a cocoon. They yeah. built the cocoon. Oh, it was like that's a gold, right. it was like a gold cocoon. Yeah. Okay. So he was there. So that, he's in yeah, there. Okay. I didn't. I completely forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um. With that, I think really, if we say anything else, it's gonna like really mm -hmm. like spoil the film. So um, next thing we're gonna talk about is our movie of the week, which is what. Uh, it's uh, the new uh, latest DC animated movie, uh, uh, Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay. Suicide Squad: Hell to Pay. Now I haven't watched this yet, okay. so you have to tell us about it. All right. So basically, don't, don't be too spoilery. It's kind of I won't. I won't. But yeah. what it is is. Um, it's the newest animated movie, and here's the thing. This is not for kids. <laughs> it's rated R. Yeah, you told it's me It's very that. violent. Yeah. It's got some language. It's got some uh, sexual situations. There's a little <laughs> bit of nudity. It's not too bad, but but um, let me tell you what's great about this film. It It is funny. Mm-hmm. It's got some heartfelt moments. Yeah. It just absolutely puts the live-action film to shame. Really? It does. Um, wow. But okay. it's it's fun. It's kind of like uh, okay. So you got Amanda Waller. You've got uh, she's sending out to find this uh, magical item. This item they mm -hmm. don't know what it is, and the whole thing is it's kind of McGuff uh, MacGuffin. Yeah. But um, and for those who don't know, a MacGuffin is a thing that mm -hmm. the audience doesn't care about, but which drives the story along. Hey, and if you if you need to explain more, there is a special feature that explains the difference between a MacGuffin and other. Really? Things on there. On so, there? On, on the That's DVD, on the Blu-ray. <laughs> That's on, great. There's a special feature that explains cool. the difference. I'm going to um, have to get it just for that because <laughs> I can show that to kids. Okay. That's cool. Well, there's that, but uh, it has uh, Christian Slater as uh, as uh, Deadshot. And huh. um, I wasn't really expecting much because, you know, sometimes the voice act, acting is, you, you know, it's kind of like phoning it in. But he was surprisingly good at it. I thought he was a great dead shot. Wow. Um, so uh, that was great. But this is funny. There's a lot of jokes in there. Um, there's this guy they track down. He's he's the latest. Um, he's the latest uh, uh, 
host for Doctor for Doctor Fate, mm-hmm. and they track him down. It turns out this guy is just like a huge kind of a what's a nice word? He's a tool. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking of another word. That's not but really a nice word. I know, but he, it's a nicer <laughs> word than the other one I was thinking. Um, but uh, he, um, but he, 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 he basically. He's this turd, and he, his name is Maxim Steele, and he basically just, <laughs> just uses... just a real horrible name. I know, he, he just, and he just uses Dr. Fate's helmet and his tower to, like, to, like, hook up with women, <laughs> but... Oh, my gosh. But and then he winds crazy. up losing this magical item, uh, and, like, Dr. Fate, like, kicks him out of, like, just... <laughs> expels him out of the yeah. tower and the tower disappears. He's like, you're done. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it's, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, Tara Strong is back as uh, the voice of Harley Quinn. She mm-hmm. always does great. The legendary yeah. Tara Strong. Yeah. Um, but it's got it's got a lot of jokes in there. Like, uh, there's one line where uh, Captain Boomerang is like, okay, so Black Tiger, he's like, he Bronze Tiger, sorry. He plays. He's very like virtuous in this. Well, he's he's a murderer, but but he only kills villains, bad guys, and um, but he's kind of on this path to redemption. And I don't know if he's a Christian, but he basically spouts off some Christian like lines, like like the only way we can wash the blood off our hands is by, through the grace of God we can enter eternity. Um, Man, that's he says that deep. stuff. But but after he says that, uh, Captain Boomerang is like. It's like he's like, hey, hey, uh, hey, Floyd, you believe in you believe in heaven? And he's like, yeah, yeah, Digger, I believe in heaven. Every time you shut your mouth. Then <laughs> uh, there's like this one part, and this is kind of a spoiler, but Professor Pig is in there, and he gets his brains blowed out, and they kind of come across him, and Harley Quinn goes, oh, poor Piggy, looks like he went to market. Oh gosh. <laughs> All right, so but anyways, uh, so go 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 rent this. Cool. Um, you can yeah. rent it at Family Video. Yep. Our favorite place. So yep. you can go rent it there. Cool. I'm gonna have to get it. Okay. So, so that's okay. our movie of the week. Time so now, to. Yeah. Now, okay. If you have not seen Infinity War, I'm giving you fair warning. We're about to spoil a bunch of stuff in it. So if you don't want to be have it spoiled, stop the podcast here. And uh, you can come back and listen to the rest of it if you want after you see the film. Okay, so three, two, one. Here we go. All right. Avengers and Spit. Infinity Infinity War. War. All right. Okay, so first off. (laughs) Spidey's death. uh, Yeah. Okay, let's start at the beginning. Loki's dead. Loki's dead. They kill off Loki. Snap his neck. Snap his neck. And this is probably. He's probably dead for real. So I'm in the movie theater watching this, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as that happens, there's like all these girls in the back. They're just like sobbing. I know. <laughs> people was, love Loki. Yeah, Loki's great. He is great. But, dude, but the ladies like love her. I know. <laughs> no, I thought he went out like a boss, man. Well, yeah. He did. Because he, like, he was going to like, he was going to take out Thanos. And to stab he was going to like try and save the universe. Thanos is all, nope. <laughs> yeah. Grabbed him and... But uh, yeah, the bet they killed Heimdall. What well, what happened was Heimdall. He like that was blasted, the sadder. Thing I know for me. they blasted hope to Earth. He used the uh, you know the staff to open a gate, right? To send hope back to Earth. 
Uh-huh. Um, oh, what happened before that? Hulk, 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 gets, his, Hulk gets his hat handed he to gets, him. Yeah, he gets his butt handed to him. He does. And, uh, <laughs> and what's crazy is, like, that, like, terrifies him. And so the rest of the movie, rest of the movie just, he doesn't come out. He exactly. will not. He refuses to come out because he's, well, like, okay, terrified. Okay, they know that if they've seen this, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's just talk about the, the aspects of this. Um, so Hulk not coming out for the rest of the film. That, I'm that just gonna tells honest, you so. Honestly, I'm, I was a little bothered by that. But after thinking about it I'm no like, dude it makes it, perfect sense it does Thanos is such a threat dude he's so powerful that he scares the Hulk that's scary that's really scary um you know okay so we know in this one there's half the universe is gone right so Spidey mm-hmm. dies which was really mm-hmm. sad I, that was probably the saddest part of it the was movie for because, me because because you know, I mean you know he's coming back because mm-hmm. next year there's a new Spidey film yeah but um, that was sad just because it, just because of how it happened. You, you kind of see it in his eyes, and he's just like this scared. No, I he's don't just go. yeah, he's just a scared little kid, and he's it's, like he like grabs on to Tony, is like hugging him, and it's crazy. Like I don't want to go. Yeah, it's 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 really sad because he's just a scared kid. It's created a whole bunch of memes. Like <laughs> yeah. a, a, I don't feel so good, and then like you know, it's yeah, like Nemo. yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen those there's, things. There's one with like Nemo, and there's one with like a. Uh, there's a bunch of different characters. Like, oh, the best one was uh, Blue's Clues. One. Yeah, Blue's Clues. <laughs> had like Steve disappearing. Um, I was even looking up like online, like how to get, how to make my uh, Photoshop thing do that with myself, so I could put myself on there and like I don't feel so good and like have myself disappearing. That's pretty no. funny. Like in Ash. Yeah. I'm still gonna figure that out and do it. Um, but, but I'm, I'm gonna talk about Heimdall's death for just a second. Yeah. Here. Okay. Let me say. I'm, okay, let, go okay, ahead. You're okay. talking so much, man. Go okay. ahead. All right. I just want to say about Heimdall's death that I felt like when that happened, man, I just really, a part of me just died because I really love Heimdall, and I think he's probably one of the best uh, peripheral characters that are in the whole Thor stories because um, Heimdall is, like, always loyal, mm. and he's always, like, you know, no matter what, he's going to stick by Thor no matter what happens, and he's gonna like even cause himself to get in trouble with everyone around him just to, just to follow Thor because he knows Thor is doing what's right. Um, but man, to see him go out like that was just oh, that was heartbreaking. Yeah, but here's the deal: I think he's dead for good because <laughs> because no. he was a because he was a supporting character. Neither Selba is a bigger actor now. He is than he was when the first story came around. Um, I do want to say something because honestly, okay, so the whole thing where they're they're fighting Thanos, you know, on that on that uh, Titan planet, right? Mm-hmm. And um, Manus has jumped on his back, and she's like, got him immobilized a little bit, and they're trying to get the glove off, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Okay, Iron Man had like a dang laser sword from Halo. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he just cut his arm off? I don't know, man. You know, everybody I've talked to is like, why did he just cut Thanos' arm off? He could have, like, taken the glove, he'd taken the gauntlet off, and it would have been fine. The other bit is, there, well, there was another, somebody else said something else to me. It was like, why didn't um, Thor just hit him in the head? Or right, right. There's actually a whole bit near the end where um, where uh, Thor comes in, yeah, and, he, he said, and Thanos says, you should have gone for the head. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but, but see, here's the thing. If they'd have done that and they defeated Thanos, there wouldn't be any other right. movies. That's kind, of a, that's kind of a weird trope. Like, <laughs> not is. just in movies and TV in general. You got, like, these immortal characters, all-powerful right. immortal player characters, and they never just think to cut off the head. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, they're not going to come back if you cut off the head. Yeah, um, yeah. So, Doctor Strange plan, okay? Doctor Strange, like, reads the future or whatever, like millions of whatever. Yeah, and then he the, goes, oh, there's only one way out. And, okay, is, my question is, is <clears throat> Doctor Strange lying to Tony Stark. The way I think about characterization and what I know about Tony Stark's character is that he's a go-getter because he's a driven uh, business guy, you know. And if he gets told that there's no hope, um, I think probably he might give up. (laughs) So I'm wondering if... What do you think? Do you think that Doctor Strange is lying or do you think he's telling the truth? Okay, I don't... I, I mean... I'm not sure about Doctor Strange, whether he's telling this truth or not. But as far as Tony Stark, okay, you're thinking in terms of the comics. I'm also thinking about the film, too. I mean, okay, okay, well, well, I mean, as Because he gave up. As, well, look at, look at Iron Man 3, dude. Uh, he gave up there, man. He was like, oh, I'm done. Oh, okay. You understand? So, yeah, yeah, okay. I was just thinking, you know, this character, he's kind of... He's a little more heroic than he is in the comics. He is. So, um... And you got to do that when you're making films, you know, mm-hmm. to sell them. You don't. You need. You need to make your hero more like. But a from what I know from him, from the MCU, is he was faced with that Chitari situation, and it screwed him up. I mean, he like, because he even says in this film, he's like, he got inside my head. He was inside my head for all this time, you know. Um, so I don't know. I think I wonder if he's lying or not. What do you think? Do you think? I don't. Lying? I don't know. I'm not for sure, but I don't think he is. I don't think he is. Um, personally, that's just my. My, my guess um, because and you know I didn't I didn't notice this the first time around I should have mm-hmm. but I did it I watched it again last night um, it uh, but things he said you know he said there's uh, he saw 600 million and no no like 14 million and 600 something outcomes and only one where they went then later he says okay we're in the end game now <laughs> and then yeah, after that, yeah. you know, right before he turns to dust, he right. says, "Sorry, Tony, this is the only way." It's like, oh, he's got a plan. I think he's got a plan. Huh? Okay. He saw he saw what needed to happen. I think he saw this needed to happen right. for us to win. That, that makes sense. Um, the other thing is, is this is a weird thing that's happening because this film. Uh, there's like this thread of people on I think it's on Reddit. And there's this group of people. It seems it's like the hashtag is. Thanos was right, um, or Thanos had a good idea, like wiping out half the population to save so, the universe's resources. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, popu- yeah That's popula- messed up. I know, population control is always the most humane <laughs> idea. You know, it's like, it's like, not enough food to go around, let's kill off a few people. <laughs> yeah, that's so wrong. Okay, so the next thing we're talking about... Um, oh, um, Gamora. Let's oh, talk yeah. about Gamora's Gamora. death. That was awful. Yeah. Oh, this... were you not surprised whenever um, uh, uh, Red Skull shows up? I was. Well, I, I was I, blown away. I was. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. But like, um, it was like 
I kind of there's kind of some theories floating around that he was gonna show up, but I didn't expect him to I show up no in that way. Especially not Matt way. He's like yeah. this weird wraith type right, yeah, char- yeah, thing, hot. some kind yeah. of phantom like uh-huh. that. So weird. Unfortunately, it wasn't Hugo Weaving, but it wasn't Hugo Weaving. It wasn't Hugo Weaving. Man, it was it sounded like it him. was Ross Markland. He he was like on The Walking Dead. Um, uh, okay. It wasn't him. It was huh. all like motion capture. Weird. Um, okay. So, uh, but. It's too bad it wasn't Hugo Weaving. Yeah, it was, that's too yeah. bad. But, I mean, they probably would have had to pay him a ton of money to do like five <laughs> minutes of screen time. Yeah. Um, so, Gamora. So, yeah, Gamora. So, to get the soul stone, he has to sacrifice what he yeah, loves. Right. So, yeah. the only thing he loves is Gamora. So, yeah, he right. throws her off this, what was, some kind of tower thing. So, what happens to Gamora then? I mean, See, far, what do you think happened to her for real? Okay, so I thought she was, I mean, obviously her body's dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she's, he threw her off the tower. Um, <laughs> you see her, she's dead. But He fell off a tall tower, you creep. But uh, but I think, this is what I didn't realize the first time around, and, and this is just a theory of mine yeah. now. This is just what I think. But you see later, when he snaps his fingers, gets all the infinity stones and wipes everybody out, he goes, okay, before that, after he... Uh, sacrifices her for the Infinity Stone. He wakes up in like this little pool thing. Yeah. It's like some kind of little world and he has the Infinity Stone and then blinks back out of that. But then later when he snaps his finger and makes half the universe, wipes out half the universe. Right. Turns it he, all to ash. Yeah. He, he pops up back in the same place and he sees like little baby Gamora. Place? I think so. Is it the same place? Because when he when he's in the, when he, the first time it happens... He wakes up in the water or whatever. And that the was soul the gem. water. I know, but he's got the soul gem or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And in the background is that mountain he came off Yeah, of. I don't know. So I don't know. But, that's but weird. he now, sees okay. like a little Gamora there in like a little t- a little uh, gazebo. Uh, what is that thing called? But it, it basically yeah. looks like a little gazebo thing yeah. that was on from her home planet. Well, we know that from the comic books, though, mm-hmm. that you can trap people inside the soul gem. Okay, see, that's what I'm thinking now. I think her soul is inside the soul gym. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know so how too. they would bring her back. I mean, I mean, her body looks dead. She's probably... I don't know how they would bring her body back unless they do some kind of stuff <laughs> with ne- like they did with Nebula. Um, yeah, that's probably fine. Yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think she's trapped in there, so I think she's going to come back. But um, that that's what I think anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, finally... Scarlet Witch. Okay, Scarlet Witch. This isn't really a spoiler. I could have talked this yeah, we, about this. Man, we got to see Scarlet Witch let loose. We got to see loose. her let loose in this. They finally let her off the leash yeah. in this. Yeah. Uh, she, her power is off the leash. I don't uh-huh. want to say let her off the leash. That's kind of, um, that, that's, her powers, that doesn't sound But good. her powers in um, the comic books are really, really they amazing. Are. And they've never been shown in film until this time. This is like... You get to see what she really, really does. Oh, and you know that they knew she was powerful because she was guarding Vision, and they wait to lure her out with all these people. It's like, okay, she's out of the tower. Now go get Vision. And not only that, she's holding off Thanos while destroying the soldier. I know. At the that was, same that time. was crazy. Um, here's what I thought was kind of weird that I didn't think would actually happen in the movies was the relationship between her and the Vision, yeah. which is a really weird thing. It is. That was in the comics. It it's is. Like, okay, so there's this whole thing called the House of M. Mm-hmm. If you've read it, they fall in love, and, and he somehow gets her pregnant, the android. Yeah. And <laughs> turns out it's like this huge, 
it's like this plot in by Mephisto, and like she actually gives birth to a physical, like a rebirth of Mephisto. Oh my gosh! And like destroys <laughs> to destroy the universe. You never can but, have but, happiness. Poor old poor poor Scarlet Witch never. Yeah, can have but happiness. anyways, that's a whole weird comic book story. But yeah, I did. I still story. thought that was weird. I, I I didn't think they would actually do that weird relationship in the movies, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they went there. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, that was great, but Doc, yeah, this was still, I mean, you know, most of these characters are coming back, sure. but, but it was still really bold yeah. to end the movie like that. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I left the movie last night, and there's like all these, there's like this group of girls coming out, and it's like, they obviously don't know anything about this stuff, but they're like, they killed off all my favorite characters. I don't want to watch anymore now. Well, you know, like, I read Doctor something. Doctor Strange that, only got one movie. Well, here's and, the thing. I read that um, what they did was in order to choose who was going to die, mm-hmm. they looked at fan favorites to see who was the most fan favorite, and then they, they picked all those people. Mm-hmm. So the people who are the most fan favorite, like the biggest fan favorites, were the ones that died. So, <laughs> yeah, and that's that, and th- and that's just a marketing ploy because they're going to sure. get you to come back. Because, oh yeah, yeah, it's oh, going to be back you're next gonna year. See them all you come know, back Spider Man's coming back because oh, yeah. I mean he's got the next movie right after uh, right. Avengers Four. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, you know what I was surprised by is how very little screen time Captain America got. Oh, I know that was surprising. Not much at all. I thought he would have gotten more in, but um, that was great. Okay, so. There's a lot of... Okay. Peter Dinklage's role. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It's so <laughs> unexpected. It was. It's like, they're going to see a dwarf. You're thinking dwarf, right? Dwarf, but like, he's a, know, like a giant dwarf. Lord of the Rings dwarf is what yeah. I was thinking. But, and then all of a sudden, here comes Peter Dinklage. Like and he's like giant. 20-foot tall dwarf. He's like giant. It's like, who's, awesome. he a, who's he a dwarf to? And like, he's what, like... What race his, is... His voice is voice like... Hold open the iris. Yeah, he, yeah, he's got like, Hold all this. Hold it open. He, it's it like was great. Yeah, and he, he's like, if you if you're gonna be facing that whole thing, uh, the whole power of a of a star, and he's yeah. like, if you could die, and he said, and he says, uh, or he said that could kill you, and he and he says only if I die. He's like, yes, that's what kill you. Is. <laughs> And he was like, like Peter Dinklage was talking, like his voice was like, like he was at like medieval times or right, something, like right. one of those. He's like, I am the dwarf of blah, blah, blah. It was, it was great. I just really loved it. But then there's a whole kind of uh, team up between Thor and Rocket. Um, that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> that was um, funny. That, uh, there's the whole, um, my favorite, whole bit, no, oh, the, he, my favorite line in the whole thing was uh, the bit where it's like, where is Gamora? And then, <laughs> oh, Drax. Why is Gamora? <laughs> Drax doesn't understand sayings like that. Or Drax standing there um, in the oh, romantic he, moment where he like holds the. He's like, you he, can't see me because I'm moving very slowly. Right. Yeah, he, he's like. <laughs> How long have you been standing there? One he's hour. He's like eating. He's like eating some like corn nuts or something. <laughs> yeah. And um, the, yeah, that was great. That there's, was great. But there's a lot of really funny moments in this yeah, film that I, like I really loved. The part where Thor. Uh, okay, so Rocket, you know, he's like a hoarder and he like steals body parts from everybody. <laughs> he got this eyeball and he gave it to Thor and Thor sticks it in his eye. He's like, oh, you really, you probably should have watched that first. He's like, 
the only way sneak it, it out. My butt. The only way I could sneak it out was in my butt. Um, <laughs> anyway, but you know, um, man, I think uh, this film is worth seeing a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is, and there's a lot of little gems in there that you miss the first time when you watch it the first time. Um, but it's just so good. And mm-hmm. oh, and finally, I just want to say this about this in final in finality to wrap all this up. I just want to say um, about this film, I think it needs to be retitled. And the title needs to be Thanos and his quest to sit down and enjoy a sunset. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he, sit, he just sat down on the porch at the end. He, he, pulled out, he pulled out a knife and a wooden block, started whittling. He opened, he's like, yeah, he finished. So Glass of tea. He, yeah, he, yeah he, opened, he opened an Etsy store called Whittleworks by Thanos. He just, he's like just sitting there. and was Okay, was one arm withered? I, I don't it? remember. I think like the left arm that he had the gauntlet on was a little bit shriveled up. So he's got like almost like a like a fiddler crab look. Yeah. Well <laughs> they did well they did kind of crush the hand a little bit there yeah. at the end. Yeah. So Yeah. All right. So go see uh Infinity War again. It's great to see it again. And um you can think about all this stuff as you're watching it that we've been talking about. So um Population control is not okay. It is not okay. Not okay. Until next time, I'm Roger Colby. And Richard Coots.